Hope I got enough for you. I'm sure. <laughs> You know how fast you're going? What? How fast you're going? I don't know. Ten? Eight. Be advised, this is an explicit podcast, so if you're easily offended, get your panties twisted into a knot, turn this off before you get butt hurt and mad, start to cry, have to run to your safe space. All opinions are those of the host and his guest, and do not reflect the opinions of any government agency. Welcome to Motorcar Chronicles Podcast, I'm your host Iceman, and uh, Back on the ice line is Gigantor for part two. We were really serious the first part, but we're not going to be serious on this one. He's going to tell us some fucked up shit that he's been involved in. Uh, if he did anything illegal, we don't want to hear about it. <laughs> so, <laughs> we want to hear the funny stuff. Uh, are you Are you single or you got you a girlfriend? Oh man! Watch yourself! Why Watch you guys, yourself! What? Watch yourself! <laughs> Why you gotta be asking that question? <laughs> Watch Funny, yourself! I mean, I, I, I'm not married, so I think that qualifies me as single on tax reform, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> That's a good copy. Oh, he's it's, uh, he's being uh, avoiding. <laughs> hey, that's a that's a good court question <laughs> and a good court answer. <laughs> Anyway, any single ladies out there, if you're in Missouri and you want to meet Gigantor, let me know. Uh, since oh, we can't get a, a full uh, answer out of him. So he said he does have uh, all his teeth and he has a job. So that ought to qualify oh. him for a lot of stuff right there. <laughs> he has teeth and a job. So, I mean. Listen, a teeth, a job, <laughs> insurance. Yeah, he has, he, he has his own <laughs> medical insurance. How about that? Sounds like a catch to me. All right. Does, man. <laughs> so tell us some. <laughs> I know you've had some just either funny or just stupid stuff happen. All right. So you had my flesh and blood on not too long ago on one of your podcasts. Just and the that Asian lover. The Asian lover. And of all the stories that he came up with, <laughs> was finding people at the park banging i'm like are you kidding me man That's well i always had. i always ask because i don't know if you've heard the episodes with Freebird in it Freebird's never had that naked call really no he's never had a naked call and so i always ask everybody if they ever had a naked call oh man I, so to me they're having calls you just out patrol and you find them and i used to get excited when i would find them because man Man and girl, that's all right. But old Asian lover, he found out what happens when you find dude on dude is you don't go run up to the car no more. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. That man. could just be a whole shitty situation right there. <laughs> that's about <laughs> right. So, you know, you could drive around. There's spots that you just go to. 
and that's where you find people doing dirty things to each other. And you will and wait until that certain time that they, you know, that if they're going to be back there, that's when they're going to be back there. Yeah, that's when they're going to be. <laughs> so, and it was always fun for me because, like right now, our radio system we have now is, it's not, it's a digital system. So unless you have a digital scanner, you don't hear our traffic. But back in the day, everything was analog. So if you had a scanner, anybody can hear you. So I was always that. I was a jerk and I would like run everybody when I catch them banging because generally it was two married people banging someone who's not married to them. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, that was my retribution for the other person that was at home with the kids. But, uh, well, so, honey, I heard your license plate got ran. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. But, uh, so one day it was back when I was on street crimes, we were working hotels and we, you know, you're at a hotel, you think people would be in a hotel, but these two guys apparently couldn't afford a, a room. So they decided to take care of their business in their uh, the vehicle outside the, the hotel. And, you know, me being this young police officer who likes to catch girls half naked in a college town, catches two dudes balls deep in each other. And I was like, <laughs> scarred for, for a long time after that. If uh, anybody has never come up on two guys, <laughs> either uh, full on in the, you know, in the shit box or, you know, <laughs> I used to work DOC penitentiary way back in the day and I was making my rounds at night and caught this one dude sucking this other dude's dick. And it is something that will scar you being a straight white male. And <laughs> And and the the funniest thing is, is the first thing, I mean, you got to realize I was only like 22 at the time or so. I was young. First thing that popped out of my mouth was, get that out your mouth. (laughs) I think about it all the time, like, God, I could have said something so much cooler than that, you know, than get that out of your mouth. (laughs) Oh, dear Lord. (laughs) Yeah, you don't. You, you go into as a, a heterosexual male. You don't expect to see, see to see that, and it's like, man, that was terrible. So whenever <laughs> he goes on your show and tells a story of, and you're asking questionable, well, why didn't you run out of the car? That's why because I don't want to see two guys banging. So I give them time to get dressed. <laughs> so yeah, that's is that's, that a uh, gun? Or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh, it's terrible. God, but, yeah, that's 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 the reason. So, if y'all were, you know, I'm, I'm sure I've I've passed up some some dandies, but uh, yeah, it's good. I just have to take the chance. You might miss a good one. I've come, I, I've had quite a few of them that were just like wow. <laughs> yeah, I also had a guy that um was by himself, and um, it's. I've n- I only ran across that one time where I beat off to some magazines and I was just like, Why you had to drive do- to the park. You had to drive to the park to do this. You couldn't do this in your house. Why don't you like, do it at your own house? Well, you know, when you live with your mom and dad, it's kind of hard to do, I guess. I don't know. There, there, you can't go in his bedroom or his basement or his <laughs> you, fucking. You would you, you think. God. So, it's like, yeah, I'm just going to whack off in the park here. Well, you know what's crazy? It's I pulled him out of gunpoint. <laughs> yeah. Well, I pulled out a gunpoint because whenever I spotlighted him, he started shoving something underneath the seat. Well, to me, he knew it's like he's got a gun or something, all right? So yeah. I pulled him out of gunpoint. And when I pull him out, I'm not letting him reach down 
under the window, so I can't see his hand. So he's coming out with dick out, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, whoa, pull your pants up, they're slick, you know. And what he was doing was shoving up the the gay porn magazines he had up underneath his skin. <laughs> and I, it's like, what do you say to that? Like, hey, buddy, <laughs> good like, job. <laughs> like, I don't know what to say. Like, to you. So like, like, okay, we had a. Uh, a park that the old apartment I used to work for, they used to have a park. Uh, it's the park still there, but uh, they sent some undercovers in there. And uh, they were having a lot of uh, problems with homosexual prostitution and stuff. Oh. And uh, they had a undercover. He was in the bathroom who, who actually, they had a glory hole in it. If anybody listening don't know what a glory hole is, just Google it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but just clear your history afterwards. But but anyway, it had a glory hole in it. And uh, anyway, he was just like up in there. And this other guy, which this guy actually happened to live by me at the time, like, and this dude was like a big old long bearded Harley Davidson motorcycle dude. Anyway, he showed up in the bathroom. And he propositioned the undercover, you know. And next thing you know, this dude done pulled his dick out. <laughs> he's chasing the undercover guy around the bathroom with his dick out. And, his hand. <laughs> and the undercover guy's running around, running away, trying to get away from this dude, chasing him with his dick out. I say, go ahead, suck a car. I mean, neither say the dude got arrested and shit like that. He ended up... Uh, Actually, selling his house and moving out of state after this shit, but but, oh, but man. I'm still the 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 biker dude. But he did he he like pulled his dick out and then it the fucking chasing the cop around with his dick out trying to get him to suck it. <laughs> like, and how do you explain that to your other buddies in like in the biker gang? You just can't. There's no way you can fucking argue that. <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. And, uh, you know, I'm just like, fuck it. I don't know. I, no. I just don't know. But it's like well, <laughs> that poor guy was like, "My father kept. I was trying to get away. He kept trying to chase me. He was dead." Uh, so the best part is you get to write that in reports. So yeah. That way they don't talk to their friends, right? Oh yeah. Oh, it's it's fucking hilarious. So tell us something, Alex. Said you've been doing this a long time, so I know some just some crazy shit has happened to you. Oh man, so. Like you ever, I'm sure you deal with people and like a few years later you deal with them and they don't recognize who you are. Yeah. Like, have you, okay. So we get a call on the other side of town for like these two vehicles There's people in it, they're fighting. So we're all, I can't remember why, but we're all responding, responding from the station. I think it must've like shift change and all that. But anyway, we're running down the main route to where this call is. And any dispatch center that takes a call, it's not instantaneous. It usually takes like a minute or two for them to get the information and relay it to us. So we're coming on this intersection and we see two cars matching the description of the suspect vehicles that these people were in that were fighting. And they turn in front of us um, and there's basically me and another car in front of me and we light them up. And we both saw these cars. Mine pulls into an alley and then I walk up to the car. This guy looks out the window and looks at me and goes, you fucking lost? And I don't know why, but it triggered me. And I jerked that motherfucker out of his car window. 
like instantaneously because in my mind i guess i'm going to a fight and these guys are fighting and now this guy's asking me if i'm lost he wants to fight so i jerk him out of this car window as he's coming out of the window he starts crying and you know us cops would put people against cars and put them in, in the handcuffs and he's bawling and his girlfriend in the front seat's laughing at him which is hilarious i don't <laughs> well it turns out neither one of these cars are involved in this fight that we had called to they just matched the description <laughs> of the cars in the fight so like once we determined that they're not involved and this guy's bawling his eyes out i'm like man i'm sorry this is why we stopped you this is why i pulled you out of the car so you fast forward like two years ahead and I stop a car and you know, I, so I'm not, I'm not a ticket writer. I'm more like a, I hunt for dope and other stuff, yeah. you know, in traffic stops. So I'm cutting this guy a break and he's talking to me. He's like, man, this, you're the nicest cop who's ever stopped me. I'm like, really? I'm like, man, I appreciate it. He goes, yeah. He goes like two years ago, this fucking asshole pulled me out of his car window <laughs> and said, he gets my car. And I was like, in my head, I'm like, that was fucking me. <laughs> so I'm you like, look at him and say, you didn't look at him and say, like, yeah, yeah I've been to counseling since then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that would have been a smart thing to say. I was just like, hey, man, I'm sorry to hear that for you, brother. Dude, was Glad a dick. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was a dick. But it was definitely me because I went back and looked at him, looked his name up in the system, and it was me in that stop well, he, two years ex- earlier. From the first time, did he? Ex- say why he asked you if you were fucking lost he thought he was he thought he was being fucking funny apparently <laughs> i didn't think it was funny because i jerked him out of his car window well his girlfriend got a kick out of it <laughs> she did i thought that part was that was the best part of the whole thing was that got she back was in the car and she's like you little bitch fucking <laughs> yeah I, was she with him the second time no she wasn't yeah, she, probably, she probably dumped him from when found a real man <laughs> I mean, yeah, I would say I, I don't see how, right. how they think that. Well, are you fucking lost? I've been like, uh, <laughs> yeah. no, but you're about to be. <laughs> I well, who the hell says that to a cop when they pull you over? <laughs> no idea. So in my, in my mind, I'm thinking this. He was just in a fight, and he's ready to roll. I'm yeah, like, fuck it, let's do it. Let's do it. I'll bring you out your car window to do it. So, yeah, that was that was a good time. Yeah, it's funny so. when they don't recognize you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, it's the best. Because then you can like smooth it over and be like, oh, that guy's a dick. I'm a nice guy. I've had so. people, like when I've been not in uniform a long time ago, they were like, man, aren't you a cop? I'm like, no, my twin brother is, and he's an asshole. I can't stand that motherfucker. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, really? I'm like, yeah, I mean, if we fucking, you know, we're identical twins. I can't, we don't even talk. He's an ass. <laughs> I don't have no brother. Well, then you, you played up like, yeah, I fucking hate my brother. Yeah. Yeah. He wrote me a ticket one time. <laughs> it's like, I don't have no brother. They don't know that. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that's pretty good. Give us some more. Yeah. I know you can. Oh, it. man. So, remember back in back in the day when meth was like the scourge of the nation before opiates really took yeah, over? Right after crack, meth came. <laughs> yeah. So, um, there was this group. So, in, where I'm from, they cook meth all the time. So you never knew if you had like a phosphorus cook or or, or a one pot or what, right? Yeah, because so going everyone to, would they're dangerous in the cookhouse. You could explode at any moment. Yeah, and it's like for some I don't know, maybe it was just me and um was young, but it seemed like depending on how they cooked it, depending on how the person reacted, whatever was in it, right? So um 
we do this traffic stop on this guy and he's like he's a cook we're taking him down for task force and uh like he's a bad dude like he's shot people um so there's a bunch of us and we we take him down and we get to the car and there's this midget in the back seat and she was high as fuck and she was had her feet in the air and she was holding her hands rolling around the back seat saying we like she's on a fucking carnival ride and i was like what the fuck and she was like rolling around in the back seat while we're fucking pulling this other guy out of gunpoint who's driving the car and i'm like this is such a it's such a different atmosphere from like one part of the car to the other part of the car. Thought I was like, what like, do you do? Thought you had Oompa Loompa in the back. <laughs> she was, man. Just like rolling around. Like didn't give a shit about what was going on around her. She wasn't going. Was like, she wasn't going. Wee. Wee. She was. She was like, wee. I was like, what the fuck? Man, whatever she was on, she was happy. <laughs> so that was all there was to it. She didn't give a shit. So, and we actually dealt with her like, a month later, they had her in the trunk of a car. <laughs> we were searching the car. The, 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 the people y'all pulled over had the little midget girl in the trunk. In the trunk. <laughs> and they popped the trunk. And they they got she didn't go, woo. <laughs> <laughs> she did. She started fucking running down the highway. It's like, you chase her? <laughs> so we fucking ran her down, which wasn't really that hard. But her tank up, so it's just like, what? <laughs> like you pop a trunk, you don't expect like a midget to jump out of the fucking <laughs> no. back of the car and start running. Like what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Uh, dispatch. Uh, could, you, could you call? Uh, I need you to call Wonka World and uh, see if they missing anyone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she was, and the best part though, she was the nicest person ever. But she was always high and was always on meth. And it was like, I wonder. What are you? I wonder if if we'll, we'll even go it. We'll go PC with it. I wonder if little people have to use as much drugs as big people <laughs> to get high. Oh, or, do man, they need I, less, or do they need less drugs? Oh, uh, buddy. I, that's I, a scientific I, question. I don't have to look that That up. is. That's, that's a good question to ask next time <laughs> I, I deal with that situation. Uh, we, we had a, a, a midget guy <laughs> where I used to work that we used to deal with all the time. And he has such a, he was such a little, he was, listen to me, he was such a little dickhead, man. He was an asshole. I don't know if he had short person syndrome or what, but the dude was an ass. And it was funny one time, I, I stopped him. I forget what they were doing, but I stopped him. And I had him, I had him, told him to put his hands on the hood of my car. And all you could see was his hand sticking up there. Short. And he looked at me, he's like, this is He said, next time I see you, I'm going to whip your ass. And I'm like, I'm just like looking at him. I'm like, you're, you're like like three and a half feet tall. It's like, it's like <laughs> yeah. the, the fuck, you can't even kick me in my knee, motherfucker. It's like, it's like, it's like but he, I mean, this dude want to fight you in heartbeat. It's like, it's like I can't fight you, man. I'm saying, because because this is gonna be bad both ways. If I whip your ass, I'm the guy that just whipped the guy that with the little midget's ass or if you whip my ass i just got beat up by a midget so we not fighting <laughs> yeah. so step off cletus i have to spray you <laughs> oh dear lord God, like he, he, felt that he used to force for me you put like your size on six foot four 260 and the person you're wrestling was like three foot two yeah. 75 pounds well, <laughs> like, at that time I'm, oh, I'm six foot and i was running about i don't know about 240 i was i mean 
I was benching 400 and some pounds at the time and stuff like that. I was, used to be in the gym a lot. It's like, I'm not fighting this little midget day, but he was like, he wanted to fight and shit. I was like, he's just a, just a, well, he was an asshole. He was not nice yeah. at all. But I mean, okay. is the midget girl still around? Is she, is she single? Oh, I, I haven't seen her in like five or six years. Because I always said, she you might. know, I, I said one time, I said, I'm going to, We'll find me a little person one time, you know, if I'm ever single again today. Because oh, dear Lord. My, my dick would look ginormous in a little person's hand like that. And Call then I would take a picture you, of it. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> look how big it is now. I'm not telling you she's two and a half feet tall. <laughs> but, uh, oh, shit. But, yeah, but I guess just like anything else, this little guy, was, at least yours was nice. I wish I could see um, her face when she jumped right. when she jumped out that truck and took off running there. I'd be like, "Holy shit!" Why was she in a trunk? buddy? I don't know. Were they, they kidnapping her or dope. what? No, they're all fucked on dope. They're, I don't. <laughs> I don't remember asking the question of why she's in there. I just was like perplexed when she took off running. I'm like, it's "Really? Like, is this really <laughs> happening right now?" It's like, I, "No, this is not happening." It's like a guy in a wheelchair trying to. How, you know, he takes off on you. It's like, dude, really? <laughs> it's, yeah. Like, I'm, I don't, I've never had that happen, but it's like, uh, what do you do? Do you like run them down? We had uh, this guy I work with. Uh, I call him Hondo. He's still active. And uh, he used to work for a, a college department one time, you know, a college towns party. Well, they had this guy that was like, uh, he was paralyzed. I don't know if he was quadriplegic or just, I think it's just his legs were paralyzed. But he was in a wheelchair. Well, for some reason, he had an attitude also. Well, they were out on patrol one time, and the handicapped guy was drunk, rolling down the road, and they made him stop because he was going to get his ass run over or something. <laughs> and the dude <laughs> looked at Hondo and told him he was going to whip his ass. I'm going to kick your fucking ass. Well, Hondo looked at him and said, well, well, just stand up and let's start this shit <laughs> <laughs> You're like, dude, dude, you're such a dick. You told a fucking paralyzed dude to stand up. <laughs> it's like, you know, well, come on, get on out that chair. Let's fight. Let's do it, motherfucker. Oh, I was going pissed him off, too. Run over your toe. <laughs> oh, I've said no, that's the bad man. We can be so mean to people. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, you, you got any, like, just stupid shit with DWIs or anything like that? I'm, uh, I'm not a big oh. DWI worker. So, trying to think, man. Not really. I, I may have worked DWIs because we just have, but nothing, nothing too crazy. I mean, no, not really. I mean, I, I'm sure I've had stories. That's a that's a problem. You do this long enough, you forget more stories. Yeah, than you could possibly that's why tell. I got to where I start having to write shit down. If I remember, I was like, oh, I remember this. I have to write it down because. When I, you know, I might think about it on a Monday. I'll go record on a Saturday, Sunday or something. I'm like, I don't totally forget, fucking forgot what I thought about it because there's yeah. so much stuff going on. Think with drunk people, they're usually either really nice or really an asshole. I'll tell you what, man. I would much rather work a DWI drug than a DWI alcohol. Alcohol, man. People are assholes, but if they're on drugs. They they're nice. I mean, they're fucked up. But most of the time, they're not dicks. They're happy-go-lucky, and they want to cooperate. Well, so I'll take those all day long. Marijuana's not legalized up where you're at yet, then. 
It is. So it is. it's medical. Yeah, you get the permit. Oh, which, they don't have recreational. No, which, it's like 50 bucks. It might as well be recreational because if you go spend, like, I think it's 50 or 100 bucks, and whoever the doctor is will give you the permit, and you can just go smoke all the weed you want to. So I tell them all the time, like, I'm on law enforcement people, I'm like, legalize this shit. It seems like, it feels like 80% of the fucking public smoking it. And somebody said yeah. something to me about it. I said, let me tell you what. I said, I've been doing this almost 30 years. I've had to chase crackheads, meth heads, fucking opioid people. I said, I ain't, in 30 years, I had to chase one weed head, and he wasn't too hard to catch, and I'm not fast. <laughs> I said, no. most people on weed, they're not going to fight you. <laughs> That's not true. I'm going to tell you something right now, man. All right. We so, all got bad, you almost have bad weed up north. Down south, no, we must so, have mellow weed. <laughs> It was this chick. All right. So it's, and she's a hippie too, which is even worse. Like we go, we get called for like odor of marijuana and we go over, this is like when we first started street crimes unit. So we go over there and and it's obvious you you can smell it in a fucking parking lot. It smells so strong. (laughs) So we, like, it was so bad. We had to knock on a couple different doors and be like, Hey, Do you want to where weed's coming from? Because it's that strong. And like, you know, they open it, they open their door, and you can tell it's not coming from that apartment. It's like you bring a canine like, out, and he just hits on the 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 building itself. Yeah, he's like, it's here somewhere, Dad. <laughs> so we found like, all right, this is the apartment's coming from. And we lock on the door, and when they open the door, like what you thought you could smell in the parking lot, knocked you out at the door. It yeah, was so strong. You got secondary high off. <laughs> and obviously, you know, like people don't realize like. I don't need a search warrant to come in your apartment. I need a search warrant to search your apartment. So they're like, you ain't fucking coming in. And we're like, no, nah, we're going to come in and we're going to seize your apartment and we're going to search warrant. <laughs> well, during the going in secure phase of it, this chick fought us like fucking 10 dudes were fighting us. We broke the fucking coffee table. <laughs> we broke the couch. We broke the end table next to it. Fighting this chick to secure her. So we could secure the apartment. Is she a big a girl or a little girl? No, man. I bet she didn't. Maybe above 50. But she fought like she was fucking like two dudes. Like, I kid you not. Like like two bobcats in a sack. Man, she did not want to go to fucking prison. That's how bad <laughs> she was fighting. Like It was legit. Maybe because we weren't willing to punch her in the face. Because yeah. she kept fighting. But I was like, when we got done, I was like, fuck, we fucked this place up. Because like normally... If it's a guy, man, I'll fucking drop a dude in a heartbeat. But a chick, I try not to hurt her because I feel bad as a guy doing that. But, uh, man, we broke some shit with her. I mean, she fought hard. One of the worst fights I ever been in was with a a female. She was a a bull dyke. But this bitch, man, we fought. I ended up putting a dent in the hood of my car, my unit, with her head. Because we were fighting so bad. I'm like, man, this fucking bitch. Finally, I just grabbed her by, she had kind of a mullet type cut. I just grabbed it and rammed her head in the hood of the car once, and that didn't work. Second time, the third time, dazed her enough where I could get her ass cuffed because I had no help around there. And, you know, she was the one on the way to jail. She's like, yeah, you know, why don't you go suck your own dick? I was like, honey, if I could do that, I would not be arrested you right yeah. now. I'd be. Listen, I'd be making my own money on TV. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. This was before Pornhub, but I've been like, <laughs> but I'm like, then I, I get that she had crashed it. She was in it. She had stolen a car and then she crashed it. It's when I 
caught her. Well, we get to the jail about this. When I, by the time I get to jail, my supervisor's there, and she's got a fucking goose egg on her head now, her forehead. And my supervisor's like, fuck happened to her? So I think she hit her head on the steering wheel when she crashed the car. <laughs> I was like, I was like yeah. but I'm telling you, I had to do what I had to do at that point. I was, I mean, she was, she was not, she did not want to go to jail. No. And, uh, and she, she it's probably, hard, right? I probably only had her by about 30 pounds. She was a big girl. <laughs> and she, finally, I just said, fuck it, I just got to do what I got to do. I mean, because I think my nearest backup was coming. They were still like 10 minutes away. And oh, yeah. people don't realize, I mean, you get in a full out fight like that. <laughs> Two minutes into it, you're basically gassed. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. I was in shape back then, and you don't realize how quickly you get gassed out. Nope, uh, man. I, I told you in the first hour, you fight the wind. You don't fight fucking fair. <laughs> yeah, and it's exactly. hard with a woman. It's hard with a chick because you know you're growing up. Your daddy. I'm sure if your dad was like my dad, he's like, hey, you don't fucking hit a woman. Oh but, no, I was. My mom or my dad would have killed me if I ever put my hands on a woman anger but you know if you're gonna fight me like a man i'm gonna fight you back like a man i mean yeah we draw blood i'm gonna it's game on brother we're gonna we're fucking doing this I mean, some of them, hey some of them women man they just they wildcats yes they are we had uh so we had this one woman one time that worked out here she worked she was a stripper you know we used to go to her house all the time for domestic. This is before domestic violence was a big thing, before they had laving sheets and all the stuff like that. Anyway, every Sunday or Sunday morning or very early Sunday, I mean, Saturday, you know, like 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, we'd always, a couple times a month, we'd have to go to her house for domestic violence. She'd come home drunk and domestic violence would take place. The problem is the domestic violence was not against her. Yeah, she whooped her old man's ass. She would she? come home and he would be pissed off because she was drunk and stuff like that. Well, she was also like a second degree black belt and like some type of karate, some martial arts shit. And he'd go off and she would beat the shit out of him. We're like, dude, why don't you just shut the fuck up? She keeps no beating. joke, right? It's like, I've been over here three times. She done whipped your. I mean, like one time we went over this motherfucker's eye was swollen shut and shit like that. We're like, dude, you need to, like, Shut the fuck up or leave her, cause she's gonna kill you. <laughs> she was a good looking chick, but I don't know what happened to them. They, they finally moved. I don't know if they split up or what. But she used to just, yeah. I was like, dude, you just need to. This is like I said. This is before you know. We. She's like, I don't want you to bring her to jail. I'm like, all right, fine, because we didn't have the domestic violence laws like you have now, where you almost obligated to arrest. I don't know if y'all are like that. Yeah, but we are. yeah, we're not really like that too. But <laughs> back then, it was like. He's like, I mean, I mean, does he really want to, you know? <laughs> I'm dead serious. She just, God, she used to beat the fuck out that day. And we didn't mind going over there because she is, you know, she's a good looking chick. She was always nice <laughs> to us. <laughs> yeah, because she wasn't coming home to you, whoop your ass. She, she got it out of her system before you got there. It's like, oh, yeah. I mean, like I said, she, she used to fuck this dude. <laughs> I was like, God. Oh. So, go have ahead. you ever got the trifecta on somebody? What's the trifecta? Tell me what you call that. Blood, piss, and shit. Uh, no, I think I've had the blood and the piss. I, I, I haven't had the shit. Thank you. Know, <laughs> oh, hold buddy. on, hold on. 
<laughs> I just knocked on some wood because he just jinxed me. <laughs> so, <laughs> you, you've gotten that? Buddy. So it's even worse than that. So one of me and my, one of my close friends in the department, he was in task force for a while. And um, I wasn't a sergeant yet. He came to me. He's like, hey, I need to go. Uh, I need to go serve a search warrant. You want to come with me? He goes, basically, he says, like, I don't need a SWAT team, but I just need a couple of guys to go with me. I'm like, yeah, I'll go with you. And me fucking being a jokester as I'm walking through, my captain's in the in the report room. Uh, he's like, hey, what are you guys doing? We're, like, We're going to go do search warrant. I said, hey, why don't you go ahead and get that use of force paperwork ready? <laughs> and he, just, he looked at me. He goes, no. I said, no, get it ready. We'll be back. And I'm just fucking with him, right? So we go. And the, basically the plan is to do a ruse because we're not using the full team. He's going to go in the door and this guy's got this fucking car outside. He's going to be like, hey, I want to buy your car. Can I come out and talk to you about it? Well, what we don't realize is this dude's cutting like three ounces of fucking meth on his table and he's high as fuck. <laughs> so I'm sitting up. by It's a duplex and it's like the garage sticks out a little bit further than the front door. So me and a few other dudes are up by the garage door and I'm the first one. And the plan is once he comes out the door, I'm going to fucking just run up and snatch him because I'm fucking gigantor. And that's just what I do, right? So he comes out the door. I come around the corner to grab him. And I don't grab him. He fucking grabs me. And I'm like, well, this is fucking new. So I know that people don't grab me. So I grab him. And I'm picking his ass up off the ground. And while I'm doing that, my buddy punches him in the face. And then like, it's a little bit of a drop off from the concrete step to the front door. And I pick him up and it's like midwinter, not like snow on the ground, but the ground's kind of hard. So I pick him up and I fling him around and I slam him on the ground. Well, when I do that, I knock him the fuck out. <laughs> He's out cold. And like we get him in cuffs and he might've got a couple of reminders of why he don't grab the police when they come to the door in uniform. And, uh, <laughs> we, we get him up, and I say, I'm like, basically, man, what the fuck's your problem? Well, instantly, I realize he's not home. His eyes are open, but he ain't fucking there, and he's bleeding from the face, and I'm like, ah, oh, fuck me. <laughs> and uh, the bell's been rung, and we let him kind of, like, recover for a few seconds to stand him up, and he's, he's pissed himself. And we're like, man, you're right. And by this time, like his brain's starting to work, but he doesn't realize that he's not home yet. So he's just like answering questions like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm like, well, let's go inside. And we go inside. And we sit him on his couch. And um, man, it's been like, we're in there for like 10 or 15 minutes. And I was looking at my buddy. I'm like, man, we fucked him up. He's like got a concussion. Like, he's not right. And we can, we smell something that doesn't smell right. <laughs> <laughs> so we fucking stand him up because we're gonna move him and we turn him around and he shit everywhere so he's got blood from his face he pissed himself and he shit himself at some point and I was just like damn we fucked this poor guy up so who transported <laughs> him no, so yeah he, he did go to the hospital but he turned out to be a pretty good snitch, apparently, because he bought a bunch of fucking dope up with this guy. But I was like, what the fuck? And then, like, my captain, because obviously we got to do paperwork, he just looked at me, he's like, 
what the fuck, man? Like, seriously? The bad part is, is the next time after that, we went and I helped my buddy do another search warrant. We fucked another guy up. And my boss was like, no more. You <laughs> motherfuckers are not allowed to go out together to serve search warrants. <laughs> so we were cut off. But I was like, damn, man, we we fucked that dude up. He's a big boy. And like, the, the best part, though, was whenever he started coming around, he's like, He's like, like, what the fuck happened to me? And I was like, hey, you grabbed my jacket, but I'm sorry. Tripped off the port. Yeah. I was like, he's like, I was like, man, I, I'm like, it's not personal, brother. You just grabbed my jacket and I got to take care of my business. And he's like, no, no, man. He goes, I don't hate you either. I'm like, no, we're good then, right? He's like, yeah, we're good. This must have been, this must have been a back in the day call. It's been a few years. Yeah. Because it's been a few years. When I first started. <clears throat> I mean, if you got in a fight with somebody and fucked them up, the bad guy be like, yeah, I shouldn't have done that or whatever. I had that several times, you know I mean? They actually questioned the guy. Bruised, like, three of this dude's ribs. I mean, he was black. I'm black and blue. He, like, could barely get out of bed the, 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 in his jail cell. Like, what happened? He's like, he's like, you want to file a complaint against him? He's like, no. He said, I tried to run away, and he caught me, and I fought a little bit, so I got what I deserved. You don't get that shit yeah. now. You don't get you, that shit nowadays. The bad guy's like, no. he's like, no, he's like, I got him deserved it. And he's like, you know, I mean, nowadays my ass would have been on fucking CNN or some shit like that. Yeah. Back in the day when street justice meant something, man. Like, so I grew up and I'm sure you did too. In the time when, if you got into a fight, when you got done fighting somebody, whatever you were fighting about was over with, you shook hands and you moved on. Shit. We'd beat the hell out of each other, win or lose. Usually the loser would buy fucking lunch. Yeah, <laughs> and you, I mean it was you would, it. Eat, you would eat lunch together, and it was done. It was done. It's like it yeah, was you, done. you fucking with my ass. I get your ass next time. <laughs> next yeah. time we get disagreement, I mean, we, we, I'm gonna get your ass next time. But I mean, it was yeah, done. No. Yep, it ain't like that now, man. Now it's like, oh, you can beat my ass. I'm gonna stab you next time. Like, well, fuck, it's no, if man, they even it's get, over. That's even if they get in a fist fight now. Now they just want to pull guns out and start shooting everybody. Oh, that's a true story. So you say. The other day, we had a, a, a fucking 16-year-old man pulled out a gun on a fucking female because she disrespected him. And I'm like, like, it blew my mind because I never imagined that where I live. Like, it happens. You know, every couple of years we'll have something like that. But I was just like, are you serious? You know, and I, like, when I was growing up, I grew up in the suburbs of Chicago and we have like I lived. I was fortunate I lived in a good area, but I still dealt with. I had friends who did not live in a good area, and they were in gangs and stuff. But even then, they weren't. If they were taking guns, it was because of something else. Like usually, if they're fighting or some disrespected, it was like knives or some some type of bat or metal stick. Like it wasn't. You know, you didn't go to gun because no. Man, that changes the game when you go to guns. But we, this, we never I mean, even fought with weapons. When I was in, like, I'm older than you. When when I was in school, I mean, where I grew up with it was very, we were very, very country out here. It's not that way anymore. But, I mean, I'm talking, it was, you know, dirt roads and cattle gaps. And they had open range. Where I lived there, it was called an open range. It would be nothing. You'd be standing outside in your yard. Next thing, you'd be surrounded by 80 head of cattle. That wasn't right. yours. It was just open range. People that, <clears throat> I mean, was branding stuff. I mean, so it was very, very country. And uh, it was nothing. I mean, everybody in school, you know, if you, you everybody had shotguns or rifles in, in their racks in, in, in the school parking lot. 
Yep. Everybody had pocket knives in their pockets at school. Yep. I mean, and we get in fights all, all the fucking time. Because back then, if you got in a fist fight, I think nowadays it's zero tolerance so it's to expel you. But <clears throat> yeah. worst thing you were going to get, you were going to get in a fist fight, and we didn't even have detention. You were getting licks. You know, right. you, you get yep. hit by the paddle by the principal. But so, I mean, you know, get in a fight and win or lose, then you go to the office and get hit some more. So, I mean, but it's like nobody ever thought about pulling a knife out on somebody no. in a fight or going get a gun out of their car. That was never even thought of. No, I, I mean, honestly, what's more manly? Fucking go fist to fist? Or fuck use a weapon. Man, don't be a pussy. Go fist to fist. And be a real Good. man. And if you lose, you lost. Yeah. You and can't win every time. You can oh, well, you be my ass. We'll get a gun shit. I mean, to me, that's just pussy fire. Or, or to me, the biggest thing nowadays is like, oh, well, what was that over? Oh, he disrespected me. Really? So you're going to go kill somebody because they disrespected you? What kind of the fuck? If I shot yeah. somebody every time I was disrespected, there'd be a bunch of dead people on the side of the road when I pull up. What, you going to disrespect me on this traffic stop? Boom. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really? Yeah. No, that's not a fucking joke, man. I, it blew my mind. 16 years old. You disrespect me. I'm pull a gun on you. Where the fuck did you learn that? I was sitting, yeah. I was sitting at a funeral uh, this week waiting on a funeral. We were at the church waiting for the funeral to come out you know, to do the escort. And a block and a half away from me, we were inside the, the city limits, and uh, comes out over the radio. Uh, they had some some man pulled up at the, the PD station. I'm a sheriff's officer. He pulled up at the PD station. The woman in the car got shot in the head. They were on another location. He drove over there. They, I heard on radio. They went over there. I mean, they, they were like over 12 shell casings in a row just spraying. I don't know if they weren't a target or if they just happened to be in crossfire or what. I mean, this person got shot in the head over probably just bullshit. Yeah. So I'll tell you what I've, so try not to get too serious, but like we had a murder and he, so he went to prison for murder, gets out paroles, commits another murder and we catch him. And this is dude's old school. He just gave up. And like I, before this whole deal met, I met him. He's the nicest guy to me, fucking respectful as hell. And he had disagreement with somebody. There was a murder committed, and I was fully well, caught him. I'm like, man, what the fuck? And he's like, hey, you gotta take care of your business. I'm like, man, I'm, I was person. I was like, man, you gave up pretty fucking easy. He goes, I don't have a beef with you. Exactly. He's always been good. To, exactly. He's always been good to me. Because I got no reason to fucking get in a fight with you guys. So everybody talks about like, the old mob days with the actual mob. When they yep. had organized crime, people respected them because the fact was they didn't, they weren't going to kill you unless they had a beef with you. And when they did go to kill you, they didn't kill innocent people around you. They just killed the person that they yeah. were after. Nowadays, yeah, no. they missed the person that they were shooting at, and the poor two year old gets shot. Yeah. It's fucking Fuck, man, they just train them motherfuckers up right there, but. So, back to get to being kind of funny. Yeah, because we're getting So, it's never funny for a cop to get into a shooting situation. But one of my guys had a shooting. Nobody got shot. It was over with. We took the bad guy into custody. And um, it's, he shot like eight times and he missed the bad guy. So, sure, getting I took ragged, care. Rigged, ragged on that shit. <laughs> oh, brother, it took me like, like so. Obviously, we got to be serious on scene and take care of our business. 
So we, um, we fucking, we get back to the office and, you know, we do things right. Like we don't ask questions. You know, we ask the basic questions that require of us as far as the specific incident, but like, we don't want to ask guilt seeking questions because they still have a right to, we want to take care of our guys and make sure they're not ask, answering questions that are going to give them trouble in court later. So yeah. we just ask specific questions, but, um, so we're, we're talking and he's, he's like, yeah, I, I did all my inventory and stuff and turned everything in. I said, I said, Hey, he goes, well, he goes, it's not about your fucking sights. Were they on the fucking gun too and turn it in? <laughs> I was like, you motherfucker. <laughs> and he just started laughing. I'm like, you ain't living this time. I'm going to fucking harass you for a long time. <laughs> we did, man. Because he's on the SWAT team too, but, and you can't take away, like, until you're in that situation, you don't know. But damn, we're going to fuck with you every day for a long time <laughs> after that incident. So, uh, whenever we go to a range and shit like that, it's just like, hey, man, check your sights, make sure they're on. <laughs> yeah. I got I got ragged for a while on one. Uh, I discharged my firearm. We wouldn't, but I was I was on a call looking for a, a runaway kid. This lady comes out, and uh, or comes from. I was in a residential area. Well, she had this fucking pit bull mix with her. This fucking dog charged at me. Well, she was probably about twenty yards away from me. But I'm surrounded by houses. I'm thinking, I'm not, I've am not. i been dog bit before on duty. I said, that shit wasn't happening again. Well, I can't shoot straight because she's in front of me. There's houses all around me. So I let the dog get really close to me, and I shot straight down at the ground towards the dog because I didn't want the bullet to ricochet or something like that. Right. Well, I missed the dog. <laughs> Like right there, you. I saw the bullet. I mean, it went right beside that dog's head. You could see where it hit the ground. I mean, it was just you know millimeter. But of course, the dog took off and ran back to the woman. I'm like, right. I looked at her. I said, "You better get control of your dog because I'm not going to warn it next time." <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, thank you for just warning him and not killing him." I was trying to blow that fucker's brains out, but I missed. <laughs> but now I'm just charged. Good cover, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, next time I'm not going to give it a warning, but I didn't discharge my weapon in the residential area. So now I got to put this shit on the radio that I didn't discharge my weapon. <laughs> and I'm like, no. God. so I key the radio. I mean, I, I can't. I was like, uh, look, if y'all got a report of any gunshots fired, I, I I did discharge my weapon. I fired at a dog, and uh, everything's code for. Well, so of course the guys picked up on it. They were like, at the dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, details buddy details yeah I'm like so later on they're like what do you mean you shot at the dog I said well I shot at it and I didn't hit it <laughs> I was like I got ragged on it. it I mean it was right down but I'm like hey it fucking happens but I mean I took shit for fucking probably years on that people would bring that shit up me shooting at the dog <laughs> it's like, oh buddy hey, shit fucking happened. I said she didn't know she thanked me for giving it a warning shot because that's what i told her i said at least i was quick on it. i said i ain't gonna warn it next time she's like oh thank you so much i'm like god i missed it and we and you know it's brutal we're brutal man we do not give each other breaks well that's what gets me with somebody we talked about new, the newer cops on the other ones i mean cops razz the fuck out of each other constantly oh if bad. you can't take a good fucking razz especially if you said something stupid or do something stupid or Whatever you're gonna you're gonna get it, and everybody's gonna get it. No nobody is immune to it, you know. 
Not for a second. Had a guy we worked with one time. They had this other guy at a different department. I mean, he was like one of them, one of them muscle guys, you know, always in the gym. I mean, he was just shredded, you know, you know, six packs. I mean, chest. I mean, you know, we, you know, he came over to one of our parties. We're like, dude, put a fucking shirt on, man. I mean, fucking our wives are around. You know, you're making us look bad. <laughs> we were in our, on our office one time, and they were like, this is when MySpace and shit was still up. Well, he had pictures of himself posted up there with no shirt on, like posing and shit. We were like, dude, look at, you know, Mr. Muscle Man. We were fucking making fun of him. This other guy we worked on was says, he just kind of looked at him and says, well, I mean, he does look good. If I, mean, if I look like that, I, I would take them pictures too. We just kind of all looked at him like, and then he realized what he said. And we were like, because if I did look like that too, I would have pictures. I'd walk around at Walmart with no shirt on. <laughs> but I'm not gonna. Say, I'm it. not gonna say it out loud, you know. And we just kind of all looked at him. He's like, "What? We're like, dude, you're you're gay." Man, fuck y'all. I mean, because it's like, pick your words, buddy. Pick your words. Yeah, relentless is what it is, man. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure y'all have them. Every department has the muscle guy. Well, you know, it's always like, hey, man, your brother asked for a shirt back. It's like, come on now. Oh, uh, yeah, we got we got one guy that works. He's a sergeant works out with works out with. And he, he's not a real big muscle guy, but he goes to the gym. He's in good shape. You know, he, he works out a bit, but he, he likes to wear his like uniform shirt. to get some tailored down really tight. Yeah. There's, there's a guy that works on his shift. He's a he's a small. I mean, this guy probably weighs 150 pounds. He's not real tall. He's skinny. He's a small guy. He come up to us at lunch one day, the the muscle guy, and I was like, <laughs> I just couldn't help myself. I looked at him. I said, "Hey, I said so and so called." Uh, he's like, "Yeah, well, what do he need?" I said, "He needs his fucking shirt back, motherfucker." And he's like, <laughs> "Man," and all the other guys started laughing. He's like, "Man, fuck you, man." <laughs> I just can't help myself. I'm just that asshole sometimes. Well, shit just pops hey, listen, up. If, if you go to the tailor and you want your shirt shut down, buddy, you just gotta take what comes with it. That's all there is to it. I get mine tailored, but it's not for that reason. I don't. You know how uniform shirts come in the the damn the sleeves are like will come down past your elbow. Yes, I hate I, that. I can't stand that shit. So I have mine tailored up some, but I don't have them tailored so tight that it's cutting circulation off in my arm or nothing like that. No, and I'm like, never. You know, some of the guys have them tailored, you know, to V down. I'm like, no. Can you add some material to fluff mine out towards the bottom? <laughs> yeah, I want to be comfortable. I just, I just don't want it. You know, I just can't. I don't like the way it feels when I bend my arm and I feel my shirt. You know. <laughs> So, yep, uh, I'm with you on that. And I'll have my pants tailored down, uh, tapered down towards the ankle and stuff like that, especially if I get on a bike or something. You don't want to, you know, if you're in straight legs, you don't want your pants leg coming up around your knee while you're going down the road. Well, buddy, it has been a complete joy having you on, both of them. I'm going to have to get you on again another time because I know you have more story. Yeah, that was a good time, man. But I appreciate it. you have to... Let your buddies listen to. If you have any of them out there that would like to come on and shoot the shit, let me know too. Yeah. Or if you have any paramedics, or if you know any nurses that would like to tell some nurse stories. I mean, that's first responder in my eyes. Oh, listen, always. all they do is complain because they get the cops don't get there fast enough and they get beat up, and I'm just like, hey, you know, y'all, y'all's hospital don't have full time uh, security. They got they got full time retired guys who. Oh, so yeah. this is this is the way to either they're retired or they couldn't make it as cops so they had to work security. Oh, you yeah. know how those guys they, are. Y- y'all's hospitals don't hire like 
extra duty cops in. So some of us do work there. Like I got a part-time gig there, but I can't ever work because the shifts that I've opened don't mix with my shifts. But yeah, very rarely do they um, have full-time officers working there part-time. So Most all the hospitals around here that some of them have, they have the uh, rent a cops, but all of them have at least one, you know, real cop working extra duty there all the time. So That'd I don't, be the smart thing. I don't, I don't ever work them, but. I mean, I know they, they pay pretty well and stuff, but I don't work any of those. But like I said, we're definitely going to get you on again. Uh, sit tight, and I'm going to close this out. And then, uh, okay. We'll get it done. Uh, if you're interested, like I always say, motorcopchroniclesgmail.com. Send me an email. If you want to be a guest, let me read your story. Uh, veterans, first responders, that includes, you know, paramedics, EMTs, and jailers, correction, dispatch, any of that. Come on, be a guest. We'll have some fun, tell some story. Uh, you have any questions for me or anything? Like I said, you can get in touch with me either on Facebook, uh, on YouTube also. Every Wednesday night, I forgot to mention this on the last one, every Wednesday night now, uh, Doc Holiday is going to be a co-host with me, and we're going to do uh, the in the midweek news stuff live. Uh, we were supposed to do it last week as long as his work schedule allows it. But anyway, y'all check us out on that. We're going to do that live on Facebook and YouTube. Y'all can check that out also. Uh, like and subscribe there. Click the little bell thingy. And uh, like I said, till next time, remember, always smile because the Iceman could be behind you. I'm cranking up on the throttle. This is how legends are made.